0: Talk radio. Yes, talk, talk. radio. It's so boring, man. Okay. Mamma mia. Yeah. Yeah. Mamma mia. Mike Fisher goes up the boards. Ryan Ellis in some trouble. Here's Liney. Shoots. Renee stopped him. Stats need a line across the ice. Score. Buffman has another. Houston Bufflin from long range and Winnipeg has the lead.
1: September twenty third, twenty nineteen. I am Bruce Spataglia of the North Side, and <clears throat> I'm uh, James Cole. Hello. Hey. How are you? I'm not bad. You? How you doing? Good. You a little less hungover this Sunday? I am. Yeah.
2: Uh, in fact, not hungover at all. So. Really?
1: one hundred percent improvement. You went to a wedding last night.
2: Yes, and I drank for free, and I somehow woke up fine. Hmm. Which only adds to my speculation. That that I was drugged drugged last week. Yeah.
1: Now, what? Like, what did you eat yesterday, though? Oh, like no meatball subs or anything. Meatballs. eh? Okay. Not
2: not between a piece of bread, but okay. Yeah. Buffet dinner.
1: Yeah.
2: I've had some trouble with buffet dinner. Was that separate
1: from the original meatballs, or were was that the meatballs? They were
2: part of the buffet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing at all. Like nothing all day. We were all pretty hangry mid
1: photo shoot. Maybe that's maybe that's your problem. You know, maybe, I, maybe maybe you maybe you're eating too much when you're getting drunk.
2: Well, and I ate a lot though for, during dinner.
1: That oh, okay, was, that's the thing. Like, yeah, but that's I, one meal. Yeah, that's not like a bunch no, of random things scattered. It's not like you're right. Last weekend when you had a taco and cheese curds in the middle of the day, and then mm-hmm. you know mixed in some vanic and I.
2: I have I have had some some ill evenings following like hockey banquets though. Ooh. So
1: mm-hmm. you know
2: I don't I don't know. It's hard to say.
1: Well, maybe, uh, I'm sticking with the drugged thing. Maybe you know the hockey banquets are at you know worse fi- facilities than where you were last night. Fun fact: same uh, same food. Uh, Victoria Inn was the caterer. So okay, yeah, you've had a hockey banquet at the Victoria Inn. We, we
2: have, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, not me, but yeah,
2: it was you you weren't there at that? Oh year. well, yeah. coaching, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
1: well, whatever. Yeah, go oh, home. I don't go to banquets. Point is, I'm feeling great today. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Woke up, new man. So you were in the wedding party. I was. I uh, I knew more members of the wedding party uh, that I thought I would by looking at the pictures, and uh, it looks like you guys had a an interesting crew. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bit of a schmozzle.
2: Two guys that don't drink. Yeah. Uh, two guys that drink heavily, uh, and uh, a couple of. Um, Friends of the narcotics world, you might say. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it was a fun crew. Heisenberg. Yeah. Nice. Along those lines. Nice. Pretty much. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, honestly, at the end of the day, I, I, I couldn't have I couldn't have asked for a better uh, a, a better setup. Uh, everything was fantastic. The uh, uh, we were all treated really nicely. Um, the bride's dad went uh, did some pretty pretty long lengths to, to take care of us. That's and, good. Uh, I'm really grateful. Yeah.
1: I uh, I haven't been to many weddings, uh, but I am excited. I got an email about my confirmation. I, I am attending a bachelor party next Ooh. year, which should be good. Oh, there you yeah. go. Houseboat in Kenora. Nice. What could go wrong? Yeah, well, yeah. the boat could sink. Uh, that, that, yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's one of many things that could go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the best part we were booking it, eh? Like, it was just, like, we were trying to figure out, uh, you know, like, how the setup's going to be for drinking. Like, where, do we, where are we going to take the boat and things like that? And, and someone points out, I guess one of us is going to need to drive the boat, eh? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we're not going to hire a fucking guy to well. come and, You could, but, you know. You might want to look at it. Yeah. As
2: someone that's been on a bachelor party... If we didn't have the two guys that weren't yeah, drinking... The, the plan nah. the plan
1: is to just dock it. Like, we're really not going to be, okay. like, driving okay, around. Fine, like, what the man. hell's the point of really yeah. driving the boat around? Honestly, what the hell is the point of getting the houseboat in the first place? Yeah, You know what? It might be a stupid idea, now that I'm thinking about it. You might just want to rent a house. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be great, though. Mm. So I'm excited. So that that will lead into a wedding that I get to go to as well. And I assume uh, that I will be more hungover than you after that wedding. But that is, like, a year and a half yeah. from now. So.
2: Again, I... I drank so much more this weekend than last, and I I don't don't know what happened. I I don't know. Okay, baffling.
1: The mind boggles. Sure. Okay. Um, One mind that I'd like to talk about is the mind of Paul Maurice. Sure. And uh, taking a, a little bit of a jab at uh, our boy Patrick Laine. Did you yeah. hear about that? Did I, you hear about
2: this? I, You know what? I did hear about it, and I'm, I'm having trouble remembering the, the exact quote, but so, it was something about ice time. What for those it? of
1: you who aren't aware, uh, Patrick Laine made comments about how uh, he would be on the top line uh, with any other team, uh, that Winnipeg plays him too far down the depth chart and he would have more success if he played with better players, uh, which the last part is true. Although I wouldn't argue that he would be necessarily on the top line on another team because, like, you know, most good teams have more than one line, you know. Usually. Like, Boston has had stretches where that top line was only the the only good line and they were not nearly as good as they were this year Mm -hmm. when, like, Krejci and shit were, like, rolling and and actually scoring goals and stuff. So, but anyway, it's beside the point. But anyway, Patrick Laine said that he would be on any team's top line, uh and has since apologized to Brian Little, who he plays the majority of his time with, and, and reached out to him. But the other night, uh, Andrew Kopp uh, scored a goal, and uh, someone asked Paul Maurice if he thought that Andrew Kopp deserves uh, more ice time this- <laughs> Sure. This year. Yeah. and basically compared him to Patrick Laine by saying, you know, did he say he wants to be on the top line?
2: Now, now here's something that I'm going to lead with. <laughs> I didn't realize Patrick Laine wasn't on the top line.
1: Uh, I mean, no, he's not. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, like, you could argue that, you know, the top line is based on what line performs the best, um, but there's a big, big discrepancy in his ice time compared to the guys that are on the actual top so, line. So, so, so who's up there with Wheeler and Schaif? Connor. Is it Connor? Yeah.
2: Okay, see, so, uh, no I don't I don't
1: think I've ever seen Patrick Laine play a shift with them. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, on the power play, but... I, I believe you. Five on five almost never. You in fact wrote for the Jets last yes. year, so I'm going to take your word yes. for it. I yeah. just,
2: you know, that's, as, as someone that knows hockey, but doesn't maybe follow each team closely enough, that's just, that was my assumption and when I heard the comments. Yeah. Like, oh, that's kind of weird.
1: No, he played the majority with, with Brian Little. Um, Ehlers typically is on that line, but Ehlers was kind of hit and miss last year. When he was in the lineup, he would be down a line sometimes. Sometimes okay. he would play with them. Uh, so their winger would, would change, but Line A played most of last year with Brian Little hmm
2: Nothing wrong with Little.
1: There's nothing wrong with Brian Little, but Brian Little isn't necessarily, you know, setting the world on fire or anything out there these days. Yeah, I
2: guess you could make the argument that fine.
1: when Stasny was there.
2: Yeah. He was playing with Stasny, I take it then? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I imagine those numbers probably looked a little better in that brief window than they do with Little. Yeah.
1: I'm not necessarily sure that they look better. Uh, What I do know about Patrick Laine is a good chunk, like a large chunk of his goals have come on the power play. And he's never really been that strong of a five-on-five player, which is fine. Um, He's going to need to fix that eventually. You would hope. uh, For his sake, he's going to need to improve. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I thought it was funny. A good little jab by Paul Maurice. A lot of people say that Paul Maurice... Uh, is starting to kind of lose the Winnipeg Jets fan base in a sense because of how he plays Patrick Line, and not being on the top line and playing him a little bit more with Little rather than not giving him the chance, you know, with Shifley or Wheeler and splitting up Shifley and Wheeler. You know what I mean? Like, people are just saying, like, maybe Shifley and Wheeler don't necessarily need to play every fucking shift together and you can kind of split up that line. I don't know why you'd do that. C- carry on.
2: Well, I mean, I mean like that's that's you can make the exact same argument in
1: Boston that you alluded to with that top line, like why not split yeah, them up? Yeah, but that top line's way better than than Winnipeg's in Boston. I'm not
2: saying that they're not like they are better, but I'm just saying when you've when you've got something,
1: why do you want to rattle the cage? I don't know if the Jets do that much anymore. I, don't know. Though, I, like, I look
2: at Wheeler and Schaefer as being a, dy- a dynamic duo in this league. You think so? I really do. five on
1: five, they're not great. Like, they're not, like, they're not bad. Um, you know, it's not, like... But, like, for a top line, they're kind of, like, almost a little below average last year.
3: I don't
2: know. To me,
1: they just go together like salt and pepper. Okay. Yeah. Like... Salt. Waffles and cocaine.
2: Yeah. No, for sure.
1: Like, pancakes and Cocaine. Do you do cocaine at breakfast? The, uh, while we're on the topic of the Winnipeg Jets, because I wanted to, (laughs) I wanted to, we didn't.
2: We're on the topic of cocaine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was watching Dewey Cox the other day, Ah. and you never once paid for drugs. Um, no, I wanted to talk about, we never really got the full extent of what was going on with Dustin Bufflin last week, and we don't really have it now either, but we have it more so, uh, in the sense that there is, um, a large belief that Dustin Bufflin is considering retirement at this point. Uh, He's still on uh, his uh, leave of absence. The Jets technically suspended him yesterday from the team, uh, but there was no ill intent there or anything like that. Bufflin was aware that the Jets were going to do it, and it was for cap-related reasons, so it's not, you know, that they're mad at Dustin Bufflin. They're still saying, take your time, do what you got to do. But yeah, now we know a little bit more, and it does kind of sound like perhaps... uh, It could be uh, the end of an era, maybe, for our sweet, sweet big buff.
2: That would be really unfortunate. A crime against Uh, nature, if you ask me. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about the uh, comparisons to the Andrew Luck situation. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's unfair to say that you want the best for somebody, but you're also sad to see them go. Yeah, And I think that would be the, the case here for... Not just Jets fans. I think a, a large portion of the NHL fan base is, has come to appreciate him in some manner, just just the nature of the player that he is. But uh, the problem that I have here, here we go, and and you correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. The cap implications of this suspension, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, are based around the idea that they can save some money towards maybe their RFAs that are still unsigned, perhaps. While Dustin Buffon. Ponders his future. Mm-hmm. Does that not seem wrong in, on some level? Like, is it just Why? is it just me that that looks at this and says, "Well, Dustin Bufflin sitting on the sidelines, contemplating his future, while the Jets save money that they can spend elsewhere, only for Dustin Bufflin to come back mid October, let's say, at a reduced cap hit." No, no. no then, the then, then, what cap the implications are they? It's like
1: LTIR. He's just off the off the books for now. Hmm. Um, because of failure to show up to camp, he's violated the team's policy, and therefore they're not responsible for him. Um, now, we know that it was an arrangement, and he's decided not to show up, right? But, yeah, it, it's presumably, yeah, to deal with their RFA situation, it could be a longer-term move so that way they can trade for a Justin Falk or something to kind of, you know someone who is an NHL defenseman that can play in the NHL for them this year. Sure. Because they don't have a lot of those options.
2: No. Yeah, no, okay. I just, I, I heard the whole cap implication thing, and I started thinking we're getting in some murky territory here with, you know, teams trying to, hey, go sit in your cottage for a few weeks and yeah. give us a
1: break while we
2: figure this out. It
1: could be that. It very well could be. I, I would imagine because, not.
2: Hey, let's not kid ourselves. I'm sure Dustin Bufflin would take a couple more weeks of fishing over a couple
1: well, of Well, and, and, and that's kind of the whole conversation that people have had about Dustin Bufflin, is this is a guy who, you know, has a family who likes to fish, who likes to hunt, who likes to be outdoors. And he kind of looks at the Andrew Luck situation maybe and says, you know, do I really need to keep doing this? You know, maybe it's smart for me and my quality of life as, as when I'm older to quit while I'm ahead right now rather than to do more damage. I mean, you know, the fact is the guy can still play. So unless he's fallen out of love with the game or his body is starting to wear down, there'd really be no other reason for him to, to, to quit. Like, unless he's, you know, hmm. lost his passion for the sport, but it doesn't seem to be the case either. True. You know, he hasn't really got a fair shake in a year and a half in the NHL. He missed half of last season. So,
2: yeah. Well, uh, and on an insider, uh, side of things, I do have it on, uh, uh, authority that this weekend we did have the Rainy River Invitational mm-hmm. Fishing Competition. Right. I'm still working to figure out whether or not he was present. Right. I've got some people looking into it. Right. Um, maybe an alias was used under the you know, official registry, but uh, definitely something to consider with the fact that he missed Bustin this weekend Dufflin. of all weekends. Right? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. Busted Dufflin. Busted.
1: Busted. Justin Dufflin. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Hey, you look a lot like that. No, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, it's you. You're like 6'5", 300 pounds. <laughs> nope. Not me. I mean, not him. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Uh. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if I've actually said it on the podcast, but he is, I would say, my favorite player in the NHL, so I'd be very upset to see him go. Um, but I really, really would respect the hell out of that decision because I, I get I get that he wants to do stuff involving his body once he's done playing hockey. You know, none of these guys want their body to be completely shot once they retire. Nobody wants that. I, I Honestly, I admire him even taking the time to consider it. And whether or not he does retire, whether or not he comes back, I do think he's going to play this season. Um, You know, I I admire him for even just thinking about it, because at 34, I I don't really think that that's something that a lot of hockey players, you know, actually sit down and take a lot of time to think about when they're in the prime of their career during training camp, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, And and, uh, good for him for for taking the time to do so, I think, because... uh, you know, as we said, obviously this, this could have major implications on the rest of his life. So you don't want to see him take unnecessary risks. You no know the, you know what no I mean? one,
2: you know any 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 player. Well anyone, right. Yeah. So
1: Yep. Um speaking of unnecessary risks, Danny Danny Sabern, Who? Or whatever? I don't know, that guy who plays for the senators there? Not the not the old goalie. You remember there used to be a goalie named Danny Sabrin? Yeah. Well the guy okay, so there was a guy this week in a preseason game, uh, that was chirping Austin Matthews, and Matthews like peeked around his shoulder and, and tried to look at his name bar and try to figure out who he was. Okay. And I his last name was Sabron. I figured that out. But I I don't remember his first name.
2: I okay. I'll I I, I think Danny's right.
1: Danny was a goalie. No, you're right. So you think there's two Danny's maybe? Uh, maybe. Or maybe it is Danny Sabrin. Uh, change in career. a new life. Maybe now, that's why he
2: can't get onto the AHL Ottawa Senator roster. Mm, yeah, because mm. he's um, a goalie playing out of position. Uh, now,
1: when I when I saw this, because I was watching the game when it happened, which also uh, I need to add, I have watched more Toronto Maple Leaf preseason games this year uh, than I have in the previous twelve years combined. I would say
2: uh, it seems about fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, yeah.
1: But I thought it was funny that uh, Austin Matthews did that. Because the fact that I can't even remember this guy's name, and yet I had to actually write it down on our breakdown to talk about this week, and I didn't even take the time to write his name down. I'm not even sure Austin Matthews was doing that to chirp the guy. I kind of think he was genuinely not, like, genuinely trying to check out what his name was.
2: When would they have met?
1: How would he know who that guy is? No, he wouldn't. It'd be From like all if, the time Austin Matthews spent in the AHL. It'd be like or the if, if that
2: guy that yelled at you at the bar last weekend was in your face and you're like, I don't even, I don't know who you are, man. I don't know why you're yelling at me.
1: Typed in Saber and Ottawa Senators. See what happens. Scott. Scott.
2: Oh, you we were close.
1: <laughs> Something white. Yeah. 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 What did you think of this?
2: I I think. I didn't love that it was Matthews that did it. I, I don't. I, I don't know how to word this right. Like, sure. I see a guy that's probably going to be captain.
1: We'll get to that later.
2: And I <laughs> see a guy that, if he was
1: captain, I don't like. Should captains be doing that kind of thing? Um, I have no problem with it. Okay. I I have no problem with it. I don't. I I think he picked a good. Instance to do it because of what that guy had been doing all oh, night. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like sure. he was running around like he owned the ice that night. Mm-hmm. He, um, literally, I don't know anyone on the Leafs that maybe had heard of him going right. into that, other than maybe Ben Harper played sure. with him in the AA last year. I, I don't, I don't even know if they did play together, to be honest with you. But yeah. um, no, I, I, I would look at that and I'd say like, say, say I'm on. No, oh, no, he wasn't even in Ottawa system last year. Say I was in another system
2: and I'm I'm a guy fighting to make the Leafs this year and I see my captain out there doing that to a guy that maybe I maybe I played with last year in the A or the E or whatever a guy that maybe I you know look up to and put a put a lot of hard work in and yeah he was running around and he was being a little goofy and but he's he's out there doing the same job I'm doing we're both trying to make our respective clubs I, I don't know I I think I would kind of I wouldn't I wouldn't enjoy that if that was coming from my captain and which he's not yet to his credit, but I'm just I'm thinking big picture here. If you know, if uh, Zidane Chara was doing something like that, and you know what I'm saying, like just didn't feel it was a funny moment, and the moment I laughed, but as as I've had time to think on it, mm. I've I've kind of soured on it being Matthews being the guy. You know, like if it was Mitch Marner, that'd be that'd be fucking hilarious. If it was Willie Neilander, I'm I'm all game,
1: but I, I don't know. I don't know. If, See, Ew. the reason I think I like that it was Matthews though was it was genuinely your best player being like, "Who the fuck are you though?" Like that's why I think if Marner or someone else did it, I wouldn't like it as much because it'd be like, "Well, you know, you you you're not one to talk." Austin Matthews could fucking talk at this point. I think he is I'm not going to say like has earned the right to do whatever he wants, but I think he has let his play do the talking for the 3 years that he's been in the league. Sure. And I don't think anyone can take that away from them. And if they, if you do, you just hate the Leafs. Sure, you know. No, you, you got to a me. point. You got a point. There, it, it yeah. is. It is
2: kind of funny when it's the best player.
1: That's why. I, that's why um, I think I liked it. You know what I mean? Like if it was like Ben Harper doing it.
2: Sure. <laughs> like, no.
1: Hey, man. You guys are kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? You no. guys are kind of equals, actually. Yeah. You know? Who are you, Ben? Speaking of which, uh, can we talk about Ben Harper for a minute? Uh,
2: if you insist.
1: Okay. I want to say something about Ben Harper. He's terrible. However, yeah. however, people need to take it a, a little easy on him.
2: This, was my, this is my Cody Cece thing all over again. I
1: think so, but I think I don't... I haven't read one positive thing about Ben Harper. <laughs> like, like, leave, like, leave him alone. He's trying... He's not good enough to be there. We all know that. Bat And, like, people are overrating Babcock's comments. Babcock says, you know, I thought, I thought, uh, you know, I'd like this grit, like this gem, you know, he's getting out there set up for his teammates, you know, no one else does that, Uh, I think that separates him, well, yeah, and then everyone's like, oh god, here goes Babcock, like, giving Harper 20 minutes a night now, well, like, no, it separates him because Babcock's right, literally no one else on the Leafs is gonna, like, drop the gloves no matter what, a few of them might drop the gloves here and there. But none of them are gonna like without hesitation, like Ben Harper did. Mm. You know, good for him. Yeah, he's trying to make the team. And even if he wasn't trying to make the team, like that's just it was just a no reaction. Like, yeah, fuck that, fuck this Sabern guy. You know what I mean? I I didn't hate it, and I'm gonna say this: he looks absolutely terrible most of the time he's out there. Yes, he and does. I am not rooting for him in one sense, but you know, just relax a little. People are like freaking out, like Mike Babcock's gonna name him captain this week, and I, I don't, I don't expect him on the roster by the time the final cuts come. Oh, he'll be there. You think so? Oh, hands down. At the very least, he'll be this year's Justin Hall. I, I think Justin Hall is gonna be Justin Hall this year. He like, could I think be. he's just gonna status quo it. He could be. You know, it he's is, already it, committed to being the guy who sits and eats hot dogs all night. Yeah.
2: At the end of the day, it, it is it is Dubis's dubas's decision Dubai. to. Um, send up or, you know, call up or Is that send what he should call, or,
1: like, his management cronies, doobii. like his buddies? The Dubai. The Dubai-do. Well, because it couldn't be the Dubases. It doesn't make any grammatical sense. It does not. It'd be the Dubai. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Um, no, I, I think he'll be in the roster, just as kind of spare change. Uh, mainly because he makes $725,000 and they're in a cap crunch. Um,
1: True, but so does Hall. Ish, but if he was already there last Even year, West I'm man. saying
2: like you know you're, you're replacing.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, you're, I think you're essentially just, replacing
2: Hainsy with a guy that makes. A,
1: you know, I think he's just going to give him the. Uh, well, like, who's your Who's your sixth then? Right now, yeah. I think there's still room to to for other guys to to maybe take a spot. Well, you got but, your four,
2: right? You got your your Buzzin Mary... your
1: Buzzin. If I'm your, the coach, there's. <laughs> of did you have a beer after work? There, Bender? <laughs> oh, yeah. you good tonight?
2: Yeah, Barry Radley Muzzin, uh, CC. That's your four, right?
1: Not my four, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's somebody's four. It's it seems to be the four, yes. And then what? It's Morinjin for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Dermot when he gets back, but you don't but, have Dermot right now, yeah. so uh, it's Sandine. Sandine. And then I think it's all
3: okay.
2: Uh, I could live with that mm-hmm. for sure. I just I I'm not sold that they're going to call up the 19-year-old Rasmus Sandine to
1: make the opening uh, roster. See, like, the thing is is you want to give the spot to legitimately your six best defensemen, right? And I guess in a theory, your five best because you don't want to rush Sandine because Dermott's out, so he's, like, would be your 7th but is your 6th. Yeah. But I think Sandine has legitimately been good enough to make the lineup so far. I think it depends on how long Dermott's out, because if,
2: if Dermott's going to be, like, 10 games or less... Then, yeah, run with Sandine, play him those 10 games, then send him back. You don't burn a year. He gets top minutes in the A. Dermot's back in the fold so that, is your, that your six is solidified. And it's kind of the best of both worlds. And, hey, in those 10 games, if the kid goes off, okay, you mm-hmm. hang on to him, you wave Marincin. Well, yeah, whatever, and a lot of people right? are talking
1: like, Dermot might be back in 10 or 11 games. Right. Which, don't rush him back. Yeah. We don't need to rush him back. No. I mean, it's... It'd be one thing if Barry and Muzzin go down the first week of the season, and then you're left with Dermot being somewhat ready at the start of November. And then, okay, I, I'm not saying they should rush him back, but I could understand the reasoning to do so. Um, but I think sandine has been good enough to get on there. So he's he's definitely looked at. I again, I I think if they handle it the right way, there's room for him.
2: I I honestly going into um, last season, I said this about Lilgren. It didn't happen, but I'll say it again this year for Sandine. Is I can see a very similar Travis dermott like promotion yep. in February. And, you know, just do what you got to do because he's, he's not making much. You don't got to worry about the cap implications. He's, he's right there with Marincin and Hole and you know, right around that, you know, $750,000, $800,000 mark. Mm-hmm. So if it means, yeah, you waive Ben Harper, then who the fuck cares if he's on the team? And if he's not, then what are we talking about here? Uh, big, think, tall guy that likes to
1: fight. And, I think Ben Harper will clear waivers.
2: I have a feeling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanna know your thoughts on Michael Neuvirth.
2: Not a fan. Okay. Never have been. Never never really got it with him. No. Um I I like that the, the Leafs did the PTO thing instead of sounding him outright because mm-hmm. um It's not it's not a position like I, I could not I could not hear less of the backup discussion last year. like It, it, it pissed me off to no end. Like, unless your starter goes down with an injury, there's no need to worry about the guy that's playing 15 games. Yeah, you want to win 15 more games than you'd like to lose, but right. to, to put as much emphasis and worry and panic that this stupid fan base put into the, the position last year wow. and to see us go down that road again this year with Two veteran guys that, at the end of the
1: day, I don't know if there's much separating the two. Well, that, that's the one thing I will say is, I, I think this year, I would disagree, but I think you can make the argument that there isn't much of a difference between the two. And if there isn't much of a difference between the two, there's not much reason to stress over it. What I do think is important, and what I think we've learned over the last few years, and, and it's, it's a, I at least think about it differently than I did a year ago, is that, you know, you need a backup that can play 20 to 25 games in the National Hockey League now. Like, that is just a reality. It's just the way it is. No team has won the Stanley Cup with their goalie playing more than, like, 61 games uh, other than one in the last 10 years. So, to me, you need someone that you can trust. And I understand, you know what I mean, giving more than one guy uh, the option and and more than one guy who's played the role before – uh, sorry, the, the opportunity. Um, to me, I'm, I'm down for Neuberth. But I, I think the issue is, can he stay healthy? Because that's been his issue for a little while now. Like, at least since he left Washington, I would say the issue with Michael Neuberth is, can he stay healthy? Because he can stop the puck when he's healthy. He's a 9-10 goalie on his career, and you could argue that he's probably better than that because he's been hurt a lot of the time when he's played, too. So I think he's, he's your your prototypical backup. He's a very good option. Um, but yeah, I was a little curious cause a lot of people, there hasn't been as much discussion. You're right. Uh, this year as there was last year and last year was, you know, uh, last year was for sure a year where it was like any of the choices make sense. And yeah. I didn't like the direction they went, but it was like, I get it. You know, he's the younger guy. I get giving him the opportunity. Like, why wouldn't you? Um, but yeah, no, I was a little curious about what your thoughts are on Neuwirth. Well, I haven't got a lot of feedback yeah. online overall. I uh, haven't seen a lot of people really talking about it other than the people who do nothing but talk about the Leafs.
2: I'd, I'd like to... I'd, I'd wonder what his number would be if they decide they want to sign him. Um, I can't imagine
1: much. Yeah, and he's got to understand that, too. He'd have to he said, that, he said that he wanted to be here. You know, this is where he wants to play, and he wants to earn this job, and, you know... I would imagine Kyle Dubas explained to him, like, if you do get a contract, it's going to be your prototypical league minimum contract. Like, yeah, Yeah. we got
2: a guy already that is making this much. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this is the most we could
1: afford to go. Yeah, worst case scenario, we'll call up
2: Corpus, I was going to say Corpus Allo. Yeah, (laughs) and and the thing people don't, like, they forget a lot of the time is that just because you got guys in the A doesn't mean, like, they, they count towards your cap. It's just a lesser... Percentage of, of what their salary is. So you're well, talking. Based
1: on, it's based on what they're making. Though. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: So if the plan four months ago was to run Hutchison as your backup and now oh, Neuberth has played himself into a new contract, it's not much, but you still have to consider the increase in your cap simply by adding a guy that might be a couple percentage points better than the guy you had in your plan four months ago. So. I don't know, Like he he would really have to steal the spotlight for me to be on board with with giving him the the position, and I'm not saying that I'm, you know, an expert in, in evaluating backup talent, I'm just saying this is, we're talking about a position here where I don't know if we should be, you know, as worried as we are. Look at what happened last year with the Stanley Cup champions. You call up some 26-year-old career ahl or you, you go on to win the Sound Cup, like, I don't know. voodoo. There's, there's no right. There's no wrong. It's, it's a, it's a fucked up position as far as I'm concerned. Matt so. Reed getting a deal? I hope so. Yeah. I've always loved Matt Reed. Yeah, yeah. Since day one. I'm the opposite. I'm not mm. crazy about him. He's looked all right. I, I see that our but. opinions on former Philadelphia Flyer PTO contracts yeah. on the Leafs this year uh, vary. So,
1: uh, so I don't really get what Matt Reed does. He used to score goals.
2: Because he he 20 once, fast. I think. Yeah, he had 24, I believe. Once. Yeah. No, for sure. Once. Yeah. Patrick Lani had 40 once. True. Yeah. Are you
1: comparing Patrick really? To- <laughs> Patrick no, I'm, I'm Matt I'm just Reed. saying,
2: I, I think we can all still expect Patrick Lani to, you know, get back to where he was. But okay. my point is, he yeah, used to score goals at one point because it was really fast, and then people figured out that, yeah, we should all be fast, and then the rest of the team just got fast, and then he didn't score as well. But the guy can still skate. I think there's something there to offer and uh with with the makeup of the the roster they have like the top nine that they're running with, I don't know i I, I could see him finding a, a home in the you know, sure bottom of the lineup, yeah,
1: maybe well, you know exactly exactly that and if if you know if we've learned anything from Matt Reed, if you're not careful, your life will pass you by. and what better way to spend your life and your summers when you have the chance <gasps> than in Wawa, Ontario? at Airedale flying fishing and hunting my friend maybe that's where Dustin is I have it on pretty good authority that I would I would be told if that's where he was
2: you think Dustin listens to the podcast you heard about uh, uh, Airedale wouldn't rule it out James okay wouldn't rule it out we
1: Uh, brought Dustin Bufflin to Airedale just want that on record hmm yeah, I'm asking them to pay us more this year. Yep. Uh, located in the balmy metropolis of Wawa, Ontario, Airedale has provided a unique wilderness experience since 1945. There are have 18 remote fly-in outpost camps that help keep the lake pristine and the fishing extraordinary because of the fly-in experience. Uh, they recently acquired a second plane this year too which is pretty cool. Two planes. So it's a little more efficient. Things are things are rolling out there at Airedale. You gotta get there. Get there while the business is booming, while the fish are booming and uh, you know the you got fish out there. You got your brook trout, your lake trout, your northern pike, your pickerel or as they call it in this uh, you know, it's walleye. Yeah. You know. I, I do love a good walleye. Yeah, me too. Yeah, oh yeah. The, uh, the, the Walleye BLT there at uh, Lake of the Woods Brewery. Whoo! Never had. No? Oh yeah. you've been. Yeah. Well, you should. All you right. should go. This podcast is also sponsored by Lake of the Woods Brewing. You don't have to pay us for that either. We'll just yeah. we'll plug it. I'll, <laughs> I'll just... I'll plug it. <laughs> I'll, I don't
2: care. I'll talk to my Lake of the Woods rep uh, when he's in next and we'll get that sorted out for sure.
1: Hey, Nathan. Yeah. Sup, sup, Nathan. Uh, <laughs> if you're looking for... A very unique experience, uh, you know, and you're looking to get some last-minute fishing in for the rest of the year. There still is time to get to Airedale. Not much. No way. Not much at all, but a little bit of time. Uh, Visit www.outpostcamps.com for more information. Begin planning your trip to Airedale today. Nice. I got a little surprise for you. Oh, good. Uh, Over-unders are back, baby! Talk to the writer. Uh, Returning this week is uh, everyone's favorite segment, except for James', is the over-unders segment. This is a segment where I give James a player and a statistic category, and I give him a number, and he's got to tell me if this player has ever achieved above, or I guess over or under would be the best way to describe it, Uh, has ever ever achieved over or under that number. Are you ready, James? Giddy with excitement. Uh, For what it's worth, James went maybe a little above 500 last year. Yeah, overall, maybe. Yeah, I don't you know think under that, five? I, you think you're under five hundred? I had a couple of offers in the first couple. Yeah, you've you've, you've had some real stinkers in this uh, in this one, but we'll see we'll see how you do tonight. Twenty nineteen up in my year. Yeah, it was twenty nineteen when this segment started. Yeah, that's so, true. Uh, your first category is career high in goals. Career high in goals. So, did this player ever score over or under the number I'm going to give you in their career? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, And your first player to start off the new season of over-unders here, Darren McCarty. Darren McCarty. Yeah. Uh, Is his career high in goals over or under 16?
2: Um, I'm going to say over, um, and if I'm wrong... I would like to note that he did score a cup-winning goal in his career, which should count for, like, a bajillion season
1: goals. Yeah, will so. we'll be an opener soundbite in the next few weeks, too, Lovely. that goal. Uh, Darren McCarty's career-high in goals was 19 there in that go. Stanley Cup year. One for one, baby. Season two, I'm a
2: perfect one for one. Yeah, look at you go. Hurt
1: me. Uh, career-high in goals, Brian Little. i just talking about him. Yeah, we his were. His ears must be hot. Yeah. Has he ever scored over or under 27 goals in a season?
2: Mm. I'm going to say he's never had 30, but that does leave room for two.
1: <laughs> you want to check my math on that, that one? That is how math works, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, I'm going I'm to say over.
1: You are correct. Uh, Brian Little's career high in goals is thirty-one no in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. Thirty goals The Atlanta scorer. Thrashers. Thirty goals score. No way. With the Atlanta Patrick, Thrashers. Patrick liney has got to quit bitching.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, uh, Patrick Liney's not much of a passer, James. So Brian Little can't score thirty goals. Patrick Loney is not passing him the puck. You know, That's true. you're two for two. Nice. You could go three for three on this segment, and we're going to keep it local here with our local hero. Tony Hercus. Nice. I got a couple autographs from him. Over or under 20?
2: <laughs>
0: uh,
1: my gut tells me under. It is under. Yeah. Uh, Tony Herkus had 18 in 2001, 2002, toward the end. Ooh, wow. Career high in goals. Two three time, for three. Two-time cup winner. Three for three. Yeah, Look at you go. Uh, career total points. So what is the amount of points that they... Finished or currently have in their career because there are, uh, there is at least one active player in here. I th- uh, only one, it's not at least,
2: uh, at the time <laughs> of air, correct?
1: Um, at the time that we are uh, talking, yeah. yeah. And there's a reason why I'm using current players now. I don't like to use it during the season because it, you know, it can it trip can you change. up a little more, yeah. You
2: know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe they had a, a five point night last
1: night, right. and they missed it, but as of right now, uh, Ilya Kovalchuk is not playing, so therefore. His number is going to stay the same time. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, does Ilya Kovalchuk have over or under 775 points on his career? Under. It is over. Hmm. Uh, Ilya Kovalchuk has 850 points in 880 games. Nice. Good for him. He was doing so much better before he came back. Uh, yes. Uh, your second player for your career total points, Mike Ribeiro. Over or under 650. Le Petit showa. Um, what? Oh, I got it. Yeah, okay. I wasn't really sure what the second word you said was for a second, but...
2: Uh, What was the number, sorry? Uh,
1: 650. Over or under? 650. Under. It is over. Mike Ribeiro finished his NHL career with 793 points. That's not right. He did play almost 1,100 games.
2: 793
1: lines of cocaine. Oh, whoa, easy there. TMI... Uh, your final career total points. As you nailed the first uh, category, you could go over on the second category and bring us back to a tie. Jeff Halpern, nice, big fan. Go Cavs. Jeff Halpern have over under three hundred and twenty-five points in his career. I was thinking more around five hundred, so I'm a little, little. I'm going to say over. It is over. Nice. It's three hundred and seventy-three though. Oh boy, it's not five hundred. Not great. Uh, So you are four for six. Uh, we're going to incorporate the goaltenders we're going to give the goaltenders some love here
2: again they're fucked they're voodoo but if you must
1: career total wins it's Nikolai Habibulin hmm. won over or under 315 games in his NHL career under Nikolai Habibulin has won 333 Oof. it is over good sir you are 4 for seven. Second goaltender currently active goaltender Mike Smith. (laughs) It's like rolling his eyes. Uh, Does Mike Smith have over or under 275 career wins?
2: I hope it's under.
1: It is under 243. You're five for eight. And uh, you're looking good here. Thanks, man. You're looking good. I feel good. You only need two more to win. Uh, Your final goaltender, former Toronto Maple Leaf great, Jonas the Monster Gustafson. Uh, Did he win over or under 82 games in his NHL career? (laughs) I didn't even think he played 82 games. Um, It was like 200, I believe. Wow. Under. Uh, He won 72. Yeah, that feels right. Six for nine. Nice. Uh, So you do have an opportunity here, but it is everyone's favorite category except for James's. Career total games played. Now, remember, James, you only need to get one of these right. <laughs> I've already lost. All right. Steven Reinprecht. <laughs> it's Stephen Reinprecht. you
2: through your collection of old hockey oh, cards buddy, to find I players. I picked
1: three beautiful names here. <sighs> the, and, I, and totally confusing over or under. It's like it could be anything here. Steven Reinprecht played over or under 725 games in the NHL. Over. It is under six hundred and sixty-three. <laughs> sure. Six for ten. Sure. Your number two player, Jaroslav Spotchek. Spachek. Spotchek Spot play over under nine hundred and twenty-five games in his NHL career. I thought he was a thousand game played kind of guy. So give him the subject. very stick. Well, Let's could go. be. Yeah. You're going over. Yeah. Uh, he played eight hundred and eighty. Six for 11. Uh-huh. Happens real fast, doesn't it?
2: It sneaks up on you.
1: Yoni Pitkinen, the always injured, probably injured right now, Yoni Pitkinen. <laughs> He's probably still on the Hurricanes. For- <laughs> they called him the Finnish fracture in his day. Over under 500 games. Under. Uh, Yoni Pitkinen played 535 games amazingly. <laughs> uh, so you are six for 12, and we're going to need our tiebreaker this week. Oh, goody. Uh, your tiebreaker question: Once traded for Joe Thornton, is Marco Sturm a thirty-goal scorer or not? Yes. Marco Sturm never scored thirty goals in the National Hockey League. He had twenty-eight in o one o two, and twenty-nine in o five o six, and twenty-seven in o six o seven and o seven o eight. That. Always That's just it. a couple shy, you know. Yeah. Put them on the ice at the end of the game with the net open once or more, two or more times. That's just one more gem that'll screw me over in my life. So, what? <laughs> um, you wanted to do the captain at exercise from last uh, yeah, year? Yeah,
2: we did this last year. We just uh, uh, you know take a couple minutes to talk. About oh, the, we we're going to talk the, quickly.
1: Uh, sorry, Thomas Chabot. Oh. Yeah, Tommy. Uh, eight years, eight mil. Yeah, sick. I like great deal. It's fine. Yeah. At at its worst, it's a bit of an overpayment. At its best, it's a 8 million dollar potential Norris winning defenseman. Exactly. I like it. I, I think he's the real deal. Cool. Okay, so you wanted to do your captain thing. Yeah, so we, we did
2: this uh, last year, we just kind of went uh, through the teams that uh, don't have a captain at the moment and try to give our own idea on, on who maybe we would announce as a captain or maybe maybe they're in, in the right spot, you know, maybe no captain is 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 go
1: go captain, you know? No,
2: no captain is go captain.
1: No captain is my captain. There you go. Yep. That makes okay. much more sense. Uh, it doesn't, actually. I do <laughs> It might make more sense. Doesn't mean it It makes total sense, though. Yeah. Anyway. So I,
2: I'm, I'm just going to break this down alphabetically, and uh, you can kind of give me your your idea on, on who you would name captain of the Carolina Hurricanes, most recently captained by Justin Williams, uh, who could come back, I guess, so... This is a kind of yeah. a tough one to start with.
1: I, I wouldn't. I don't think they have anyone right now. Anyway,
2: probably uh, not. I think, I think
1: that is a guy you got to wait for. Williams. They,
2: they do have two guys on the team that were captains of the franchise recently. Yeah. Uh, the year before Williams jumped on board, Jordan Stahl and Justin Falk shared it. We all know about Justin Falk and his uh, current situation, but Jordan Stahl, I I don't know. Justin
1: Falk could find himself in the fucking press box this year, and it's not even because they have depth, it's because he is not good.
2: In any case, there was some leadership there before Williams. Uh,
1: Williams, do you wait on him to see if he comes back? I don't know. You could could give it to Jordan Stahl, I guess. Like, he can do it. He's the type of guy, like, he's, you know. Good Sun, third, Sun fourth still line really guy. It's a bad
2: call. It's more just, is it the right no. call? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, like, he's still the guy, you know, at the end of the day, he's still Mr. Dependable. Like, he's still the guy when you're up by one at the end of the game and you need, you know, yeah. someone out there. You put him out there in the last minute and he's going to win every fucking face Could off. Could be a good bridge guy if if, if you're saying, like, Ajo is our,
2: our captain of the future and he's not ready now. Maybe you give it back to Stahl for a year or two and then. It
1: would meant if they gave it to Aho now because he was trying to leave this summer. <laughs> 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 all right well um that takes us to um
2: the original six we got a couple teams here mm. uh, starting with the Detroit Red so Rangers. what's your answer though oh uh, my my answer I'd say would, wait for Williams my but... my answer would not even to wait for Williams I, I wouldn't name one if Williams comes back I probably wouldn't give it to him then even how dare I just, you I just run the, the year without a captain dare you? if you want to be captain show up in September that's captain it's, game seven
1: there nobody yeah, calls him that yeah well,
2: I don't know. I, I, they're fine with that one for now, I think. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah the Red Wings. Uh, they just had uh, Nicholas Cronwall retire. We're talking about a team that's had like four captains in the past 30 years, which is kind of kind of crazy to
1: think about. But
2: this is a bad hockey team.
1: I think it's time for the Red Wings to commit to the bit. If you're going to be bad, be bad. Give it to fucking Danny DeKaiser. Fuck it. Fuck it. Who cares? Daniel DeKaiser for Prime Minister.
2: There, you heard it here first. I, I
1: don't know who. I, I don't really think they have anyone that I would give it to right now. Uh, no. I think that job is inevitably going to go to Dylan Larkin, but I think we're a year too early. I think Dylan Larkin's going to go and do Dylan Larkin things that Dylan Larkin did last year, and then obviously you're going to have to give it to him because now he's Dylan Larkin, not just a kid that might be Dylan Larkin. I mean, Dylan Larkin is Dylan Larkin, but I mean, you want Dylan Larkin to be the. Dylan Larkin from last year, not the Dylan Larkin from years previous. You want last year's Dylan Larkin as opposed to fake Dylan Larkin who's still real Dylan Larkin but...
2: You just said Larkin more times than any podcast did last year combined. Hands down.
1: Dylan Larkin. We should rename the podcast uh, a Dylan Larkin podcast. Laced up a Dylan Larkin podcast. Why? I like Dylan Larkin. If you say it enough times it's kind of a funny name now. Dylan Larkin. <laughs> I, uh, I had a little too much CBD oil before you got here, so... Uh,
2: yeah, that was my assumption. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna just uh, stick with the uh, Sons-Captain idea in mm. Detroit as well. Mm-hmm. It's just a bad club. Uh, there's gonna be not a lot of winning going on. Why would you want to be the leader of a hopeless ship? Mm. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't. They should give whoever the worst player is... Uh, has to be the Little Caesars captain the next day and has to go out front of Little Caesars Arena and have, like, one of those signs that you, like, toss in the air and be, like, hot and Reddies, But they don't actually have any. I don't mm. know. They might have hot and ready's I'd assume they have, like, a Little Caesars thing at Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> you would have to imagine. You want to go see a Red Wings game this year? Nope. What if they're playing, like, somebody cool, like the Panthers? You thought I was going to say Leafs there. I certainly didn't see Panthers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you um, couldn't
1: pay me fucking money to go to a Panthers game. Fuck
2: that. Yeah, probably not. Uh, from one original six team to another, Panthers? the, the oh. New York Rangers.
1: Panthers have a captain? They do. Barkov? Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Hmm. Anyway. That's a fun game. Can Can Brutes name all the captains? Oh, um, God. Do you want to try? <laughs> I
2: got enough back loader if you okay, if, so if ready. So,
1: okay, Anaheim gets left. Yeah. Arizona. Ekman Larson. Yeah. I almost said Shane Doan. Oof. Boston is... St- Still Chara. Mm-hmm. Buffalo. Wait, Buffalo is a captain? Oh, Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel. Uh, Giordano, Calgary. Yep. Uh, Carolina. Uh, Chicago, Taves. I like how I had to think about that. Landis Cog. Yep. Ooh. Ophelino. Nikki Felino. I'm doing better than I thought I would, to be honest That's with you. Stars, fun. Ben. Yep. Almost said Medano. Uh, Oilers. Oilers. Oh, McDavid. Sometimes the answer is, like, glaringly obvious, right? And, uh, L.A., it's Kopitar. Yeah. The, the Wild have a captain? Yeah, they do.
2: Actually... Um, what? Hang on.
1: Oh, Miko Koivu. I was
2: going to say, he is the second longest serving captain in the National Hockey League. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Weird. They should trade him this year. Uh, Nashville, Yossi.
2: Yeah, you did skip a team, for the record. But well, yeah.
1: Montreal, because we're about to talk about Montreal. Oh, wait, no, they, they, we're not about to talk about Montreal. No, Montreal has Weber, though. They do have
2: Weber. Uh, Devils. It was funny seeing that, because you said Nashville, oh, God. and I wasn't following the teams, and I just saw Shea Weber. I thought, that's not right.
1: Still the captain of Nashville, <laughs> eh? Uh, Devils. Andy Green?
2: Andy Green, still kicking
1: around. Islanders have Anders Lee. And the Rangers and the Senators don't have one. The Flyers have. Oh, Claude Giroux. Claude Giroux. I'm gonna just say. I'm just like I'm getting to the point where I'm just gonna say a name like Scott Hartnell. Ooh, right. uh, the Penguins have uh, Sidney Crosby. Yeah, that they do. Uh, they've had him for a little while. Uh, the Sharks have Logan Couture now. Hmm. Petrangelo in St. Louis. Yeah. Tampa Bay is Stamkos. Take us home. The Leafs don't have one. The Canucks don't have one. The Golden Knights don't have one. I had to figure out if they were coming before or after Washington. That's fair. Washington has Ovechkin. Jets have Blake Wheeler. Congratulations. Look at that! That's unreal. That wasn't bad. Yeah. That wasn't bad. I I was a little worried. The The Rangers. The Rangers don't have a captain. I mean, I think they have guys there that could do it. Um, But they also wouldn't necessarily be making the wrong decision to wait. Like, I don't know.
2: They've been vacant. This will be the... uh third season in a row now without one. Um, and that, you gotta remember that that goes third back... full, to, right? Yeah, and you gotta think that that goes back to when they had McDonough, who was only there for two years at that point. So they only had two years of captaincy
1: in the last eight years. Yeah, I mean, well, no, because they had uh, Callahan before that.
2: Yeah, it's been about eight years, though. Callahan left in 2012? Callahan's only been gone for
1: about five years. Uh,
3: okay. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Okay. Yeah, Because the deal he's on now... He signed with the Rangers. I thought
2: it was 2012. Uh, he, he was part of the St. Louis trade, no?
1: I don't think so. All right. But that wasn't 2012 anyway. St. Was... Louis trade was 2014.
3: Because
2: uh, okay. it was the
1: whole Olympic thing. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there okay. was no Winter Olympics in 2012. No, there was not. No. That can't confirm. Uh, The Rangers, yeah, I don't know. Has it been a Long fist. <laughs> yeah. Can you just give it to a guy who's yeah. going to retire anyway? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess there's you, you, like Zabinajad would be my pick, but I'm not in that room. Yeah, you can't
2: you can't give it to Kako, you can't give it to Panarin, you can't give it to anybody on defense. Um so yeah, I don't know. Isabinejad Well
1: I mean, you could give it to Truba, I probably wouldn't,
2: but I you know what? I'm I'm gonna because we've, we've stayed the course the last I'm gonna I'm gonna say it name Zabinajad Captain.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I'd give it to him. He's earned it. He's been there through the thick and the thin and mm-hmm. yeah true uh now this next team we already know they will not be having a captain uh, we should say that these teams still could name a captain uh, the senators can one. give it to uh the senators will not be naming a captain they uh, could
1: give it to Derek brassard they they're not um You yeah no, they Eric Carlson yeah well, Mark stone um Mike Hoffman I I'm certain to think <laughs> that
2: brutes may have missed all of last season who's another
1: name uh <laughs> Who else is there? Alex Burrows.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's your guy. Um, so yeah, the Sens aren't, yeah. aren't going to have one. No,
1: give it to that Sabarin guy. Fuck it. Sure, that'd be funny. And they could do ceremonial face-offs, him and Matthews, forever. Yes. Fuck yeah. Let's um, do it. Name me the GM. Sure. Of the you Senators. So deal with Melnick. Um, Ooh, wow, we would not see eye to eye. no. Don't I don't know if I'd make it through would. a day.
2: No, you probably wouldn't. No,
1: can't see it. Um, they announced three assistant captains. They did. So they have Pajot, Borvietsky and uh, Hainsey. Yeah. Which is, that's actually not a bad group.
2: It's not, it's fine. It's fine. And and this club is clearly in a position where uh, uh, making it through a week without a, a headline is an accomplishment. So, no captain is probably the right answer. Um, no
1: captain, my captain.
2: Yeah, Is there someone you would give it to if you were in that room?
1: I mean, like, Borvietsky really is the captain. But... Oh, he interviewed the GM. The the owner, sorry. He's also not good enough to give it to, because, like, there is kind of an unwritten rule that, like, your captain should be a guy um, that plays every game. And Borvietsky doesn't. Unless you're Andrew Ferris. For the most part, it's because he's hurt. But... He could get healthy Scratched Potentially Yeah Yeah unless you're Andrew Ference,
2: I can't wait for Dallas He can to scratch guess Derek Lovish. McKenzie Oh um, dear
1: god Yeah Nah well I mean like All of guess Life has to do Is make it through The first 50 games Because the rest of the year He's going to be on A different team so
2: True um, Yeah I can't imagine. I, I think the Sins have Some great candidates Moving forward But uh, we're not quite there yet Yeah I guess
1: Yeah Shabbat I think is
2: Probably the guy
1: but Yeah not Depending yet. how Brady Kachuk Turns out Yeah I could see that. Even Colin White seems like I was like gonna the say type. I like White. Yeah. He seems like the type. Anyway, but
2: all right, here's the big one. Here's the mm-hmm. big one, buddy. Buffalo, the Toronto Maple Leafs. All right,
1: Buffalo as captain. October second or 3rd? third. Third. Uh, Austin Matthews is going to skate out in the pregame warm-up with a C on his jersey, uh, but it's it is too fairy tale to happen that way. Uh, it'll it'll get leaked like five hours beforehand or something. See, I thought so it were, won't be uh, as cool of a surprise, but that's what they're going to do.
2: I thought they would have given it to him on his birthday, on the 17th. Uh, that would have been pretty cool, but uh,
1: sure, no go. Sure.
3: Yeah.
1: Maybe like, uh, I was going to say maybe like September 29th is Dean's birthday, but it's February 13th. I actually knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so did
2: I. Um, February 13th. Yeah. Remember that one? It's all about how the ACC was opened on Matt's <laughs> birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, The house that Matt's built. Yeah.
1: Literally, except not really.
2: Well, maybe he dug a shovel in the ground at some point. Sure. Cut the Um, ribbon. Yeah, so this is Matthews, right?
1: I think so. Is
2: there anybody in the... Well, uh, I mean,
1: John Tavares was a captain of a team for many years. Um, Morgan Riley definitely is a leadership type. Yeah. But uh, I'm fine with Matthews. I think Matthews is um, even more so than Tavares, possibly... The type of guy that everything's just going to roll off his shoulders, man. Like, I really think it's tough to get to him. I've been watching him play hockey for three years. I've never seen him get mad. Like, stupid mad. I've I've seen him get, like, mad that they're losing and shit. But, like, I've never seen him, like, have, like, an outburst or anything like that. Yeah. The guy's very calm, collected, uh, eyes on the prize type. And that's what I like in a captain. Is very stoic, and he's stoic. And
2: if it is, I don't know, there's been some discussion about whose decision... These type of things are But if this is ultimately the coaching staff uh, Mm -hmm. That that picks I think it's in many ways A smart move for Babcock Um, A guy that maybe Is starting to alienate A big chunk of the fan base Who maybe is starting to alienate His own boss in Kyle Dubas Um, Uh, Especially based on Some of the conversations uh, that we've seen him have With Austin Matthews So, uh,
1: um,
2: If he were to Turn around and give that guy the C. A guy that I think is universally beloved, um, got a lot of grit, a lot of gem. Then I, I, I think maybe you can kind of, kind of lie yourself to the fan base and say that, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for you know the best interests of. Everybody. No, I think and,
1: it's a, it's a vote of confidence from a guy that you maybe necessarily weren't getting it from in the past. Yeah, so exactly. Um, I think it's important, and uh, ultimately, I don't see them going another way. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks. Bo Horvat. Right now, we said that last year. Like, yeah, it, it should it should be Bo Horvat by now. I don't understand how it's not. Yeah, it probably should be.
2: You could make the argument that Edler is the guy. Yeah, but I don't know. We've and that's the weird thing too. We've been talking about Alex Edler. This might be his last year in Vancouver. Feels like we've been saying this thing for like six, seven years now. Think so. This is the year we're gonna trade Edler,
1: but they never do. And I think last year was the first year where I I thought that it was really? like okay okay and then there was rumor that like he was not getting re-signed and then he got re-signed and I mean he's playable but
2: I feel like every year since that the, the, that, the
1: tank's fallen out of that
2: truck pretty fast since that cup run I feel like every year since then yep. there's been some talk of we're gonna trade oh. Edler
1: well those people are idiots well. Edler was a very very good defenseman until recently.
2: you really want to give your captaincy to a guy that wears number 53? Yes. Oh, okay, there. That's fine.
1: Would he have the stupidest number of any captain in the league? Is there anyone who's got a stupid number that's a captain? Mm. Roman Yossi's number 59. True. That's that's stupider, I would say. Yeah.
2: That's probably the stupidest uh, currently. Depending on how you feel about 87.
1: No, I'm, I'm fine with it now. Took a little getting used to.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's. all go for Bo at this point. So, um, faux show. Sure. We we had this we had this conversation last year. We get to have it again this year as well. Who will be the first captain in Vegas Golden Knights history? See, I
1: could see this happening before the season, uh, but I don't necessarily have like my runaway slam dunk pick. I I think they have a lot of correct choices. Like, you wouldn't be wrong in going with Pacioretty. He's done it before to do it in a market where he's going to get criticized a little bit less. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, You could give it to Wild Bill based on the way that he plays. You know, he is one of those leave-it-all-on-the-ice, lead-by-example types. So is Mark Stone. Um, You know, even from what I gather from afar, Marcioso seems like he is also a leader. But I don't know for sure. I don't watch them every night. I don't, you know, not in that room. Um, Engeland would have been the good choice last year, although, uh, I'd hesitate now, uh, if he's even still there. I actually don't know the answer.
2: He still has an A. Uh, oh, he's te- still there? Technically, yeah.
1: Cool. I believe he re-signed a one-year deal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Your thoughts?
2: Uh, I would, uh, immediately hand it to newly signed eight-year contract uh, winger mark stone sure that's that's your guy that's okay. that's that cap hit that length that commitment to that guy um after only playing m- a mere months in your organization um like why not what's what's your reasoning here patch ready uh, nothing wrong with that choice. That, that's a great. That's a great player. That's a great. leader. Well, people would
1: argue he wasn't great. A great captain in Montreal, but I mean, it's Montreal. It's, you going to be captain yeah, yeah, like Shea Weber is not great at hockey anymore, but like he's a fine leader. No, you know, yeah.
2: Um, I don't know.
1: There, you're right. There are there are a few really good options in Vegas. Just give it to my fucking boy Shea Theodore. Let's go. That's what they should do. Make way for well, Shea. No Mark Stone, but um, make way for Shea.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think Mark Stone. This is he's ready. He's twenty-seven. He's been in the league long enough.
1: Pound it home, Mark Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that T-shirt going. Come on, pound it home, Mark Stone. I'm gonna I'm gonna message Jesse Granger from the Athletic after this. Let's go. I'm down. Pound it home, Mark Stone.
2: All right, that that takes us through the seven vacant. Uh, no better seas. matches
1: than patches. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't even make sense. <laughs> All right, you give it a wild bill. It's just you're giving it to a guy, who you know, who's a little wild. That'd be that'd be intriguing. Yeah, he'd be a good captain. I think. I don't like know. just like like, he's a stone type.
2: Yeah, he's... He's stone-like. He's just light. good at everything. He's stone-like, yeah.
1: He's awesome. I'm a big, big, wild Bill guy.
2: Alright. Big fan. Uh,
1: what, what do we got now? Top ten? Is it time? Something about... We'll... Top ten. Alright. That's top back. Top ten. It's time for the top ten. Uh, Like last year, we're going to start off the top tens with a non-hockey subject. But don't worry, we're going to do some hockey top tens. We've got a few fired up. Uh, maybe maybe next week, depending, we'll see. Next week's going to be the season predictions episode. I know that some of you are probably thinking it might, it might be weird that we don't end up doing one. The plan is for next week. Anyway, we'll do our predictions. Uh, because we wanted to wait for all the RFAs to sign, um, but I'm sure they won't be signed by then. Matthew Kuchok will be signing an offer sheet with, like, Washington or some shit. So... Mm. Yeah, they don't even have the cap room. Sure, uh, but yeah. So we'll 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 do a hockey top ten next week, maybe if there's time. Yeah, sound good. Yeah, sound good. Uh, our top ten, uh, our top ten this week is our top ten favorite actresses, favorite actresses of all of all time. Uh, the reason uh, why I is chose that? to do this uh, is because I've been watching the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Are you familiar with this? Have you heard about this? Uh, No. Uh, This show has won every imaginable award that a TV show can win, and it's been on for like two years. Uh, It is a prime show. It is a comedy show about a girl whose husband leaves her, and he was trying to be a stand-up comedian. He was terrible, so she starts doing stand-up comedy, and she is fucking hilarious, and she's like better at it than he is, and it's just kind of... It's in the 50s, where women aren't supposed to, you know... Have opinions, Ooh, or hey, go hey, on stage, oh, yeah. or you know, uh, smoke, or drink, or swear, or uh, have Exist. their or have their husbands leave them. I might add, which does happen in the like third episode of the show or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's really good. The lead is uh, Rachel Brosnahan, and the supporting actress is Alex Borstein, who is also known as Lois from Family Guy. Uh, but both of them are fantastic, and it just kind of got me thinking, you know, how about how this is an, mostly a female lead show. There are some well-known actors in it. Uh, Kevin Pollock's in it. Um, what's his face? Tony Shalhoub is in it. Ah, shalhoub Yeah. You know what I saw? read the other day, not to change the subject from female actresses, but Monk's series finale. You remember Monk? Tony Shalhoub? Yeah. The most watched episode of television for a drama series ever until, like, The Walking Dead broke it three years ago.
3: What?
1: The series finale of Monk was the most watched episode of, like, drama TV. No. Yes. It's still M.A.S.H. It was fucking Monk, man. You gotta show me some numbers. Oh, well, I'm not gonna pull it up right no, now. That's fair. It's crazy.
2: Later. Well, we'll I'm breaking that. It's that's M.A.S.H. Mhm. M.A.S.H. is higher than some Super Bowls. Well, it's fucked. <laughs>
1: All right. Anyway, uh, top ten favorite actresses. All right, top ten. Top ten. All right. All right. You're number ten, man. Oh, I'm, uh, yeah. Am I up? Okay.
2: Uh, I'm gonna get this out of the way right now.
1: Honorable mentions. Do you have any honorable mentions? None. Or you're gonna okay. hate my.
2: You're gonna hate my list. I'm just gonna put that out there. Right what, now. are
1: they all on Mash? <laughs> yeah, I will fucking hate it.
0: <laughs> half from Mash, half from Monk. <laughs> Ugh.
1: <laughs> 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 number 10 Skyler white from breaking bad it's like oh no
2: all right number number 10 jimmy farr because he played a cross-dresser on mash um yeah yeah it's okay. all just
1: it's just 10 cross-dressed <laughs> males
2: uh yeah you're gonna hate this number 10 uh zoe deschanel
1: okay yeah this, this is this
2: is my list of top 10 favorites I just like her. I, I love New Girl I enjoy the films that she's been in that I've seen, 500 Days of Summer Elf um, Is she the one in 500 Days of Summer? She's in 500 Days of Summer huh. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know who I imagined when I watched that movie but it wasn't her She was the only she was the only bearable
2: part of Yes Man uh, that Jim Carrey film where he just says yes to everything.
1: Yeah it's not a great movie It's not a good movie uh, I, I, I she's like, fine. Yeah, I just like her. I'm not. Um, I don't hate it. No, I just like. Fine. She's very. Um, what's the word? She's very Zoe Deschanel. Mm, yes. she, I'm just aware. I'm watching her all the time. Okay, it's the is same it, as is like it, Julia Roberts. Is I it find the eyes. No, it's the everything about okay. her. I d- like the reason, and I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on you. I just. I don't particularly find her any different in anything she's in. I can see that. I don't know if that makes her a bad actress, though. Like, if she's just like a character actress, you know what I mean, and playing like similar parts and all these things. It's not hear, really her I hear fault. i saying. Yeah. It's, I guess it's more well, one of those things. Like, fault, if you but...
2: like what she does and she does it well, then you're gonna like everything she does. So, I sure. guess. That,
1: I guess that's me. That, that is a sentence. Yeah. Okay. Um, my number ten is Edie Falco. Uh, the Sopranos. Nurse Jackie. She's in an episode of Thirty Rock, which is hilarious. Uh, she's a great actress. If I see she's in something, I'll watch it. I'm blanking on like ten other things I've loved her in because I'll just if I see she's in something, I'll watch it. And she's great.
3: Hmm.
1: But okay. Carme- Car- uh, Carmela Soprano is one of my favorite TV characters ever. So that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: you, you like what you like, you know. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's that's why these lists are are subjective, you know. Yeah yeah
2: no definitely yeah uh number nine hmm Anna Kendrick okay yeah uh,
1: I, I did a very hard evaluation of her when I was doing this list and I, I kind I came to the conclusion that I, I do like her because I never really decided if I like her or not okay uh, but I don't like her that much I see not as much as you okay she's fine though
2: yeah no I, I, don't know. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy her she's, she's witty you know what I really like
1: her Twitter presence yeah, she's pretty funny. Great Twitter follow. She's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I don't have know. Have you seen A Simple Favor?
2: Have I seen A Simple Favor? I don't think I have. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah, 2018. No, she's, I don't think I've seen that one.
1: She's alright in that. You'd know if you saw it. Yeah. That's not a very forgettable movie. That's oh. an interesting one. Oh. Yeah.
2: Sounds sounds edgy.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are you good? Oh I'm good. My number nine, Patricia Arquette. Nice. Uh, Escape at Danmora uh, Boyhood For which she won an Academy Award She's great Love everything about her Love her off the screen Probably just as much as on the screen She seems like a phenomenal lady I'd like to get to know her Every time she wins an award She just goes up there and yells about Like women's rights and equal pay and shit And I'm like you know it's pretty cool Good for her Using her influence um, For the better
3: Okay. She'll
1: go up there There's like million, hundreds of millions of people watching She's just yelling about stuff It's great Mm. Kind of like another lady that is on this list in a bit. Okay. Yeah, I like her. I'm
2: fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where am I at? Number uh, eight. eight. Number
1: eight. Eight comes after nine.
2: Here we go. Number eight. Um, you'll know this one. Hmm. Uh, Kunis. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we all know what kind of TV shows I enjoy, and she's in my favorite. Yeah. And that's where she started, when she was a mere 14 years old. And she's great in Ted. And I've been with her ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Black Swan. Yeah. That's great. like that oh yeah she's in that that was good shit Book of Eli boom big fan Denzel why not let's go
1: I watched flight today speaking of Ah, Denzel
2: yeah I'm down
1: Melissa Leo didn't make the cut but she's awesome
2: I'm a big flight guy big flight risk
1: ooh you are?
2: (laughs) yeah probably not (laughs) I'm not my car's not going
1: anywhere in a hurry (laughs) And she getting on a plane in like a couple of weeks or (laughs) um my number eight's Rooney Mara All alright She is amazing. Yeah, that's fair. I love everything about her. I love the two minutes of the social network she's in. I love everything about her. She is great. Uh, Probably could be higher on this list, but I haven't really seen a lot of things she's done recently. Hmm. So. But yeah, my number eight, Rooney Mara. She's great.
2: Okay. Uh, My number seven, uh, Emma Watson.
1: That's fair. Yeah. I thought about her.
2: Okay. I I think I'm more just really impressed that... um, she was able to to actually do something after the Harry Potter stuff that she was in, okay. um, whereas literally no one else has that didn't already have a career. So, uh, good for her. That's true. <laughs> no, Al- seriously. Alan um,
1: Rickman was famous beforehand, yeah, so. Yeah,
2: I'm not joking. Puck, not Puck. Have a holly jolly <laughs> laced, Christmas. Laced up fans... Go go try to find anything about any child actor on Harry Potter, nah, nothing,
1: no careers. Doesn't Neville Longbottom do stuff now? Does he? I don't. don't know. I don't know, know his name. I've, so I've never seen that guy. I mean, that basically answers that.
2: Yeah. Okay. I guess that Cedric Diggory dude had uh, Twilight. What's his name? Who? Who who was the Twilight vampire guy? Robert Pattinson. Nah, that's
1: the one. He did. he's in Harry Potter.
2: Yeah, he was the in only for one year. So yeah. I don't know if it really counts. I don't, yeah. yeah, he played Cedric
1: Diggory that the yeah. that gets killed. Mm. Yeah. Uh, is is that one? For, for, is that from the earlier movies? The name rings out uh, the,
2: the fourth film, yes. In the it.
1: books, he's in most of the books. I've read but, the book too. Yeah. 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 Like that. I've read the Goblet of Fire for sure. Ooh, Goblet. I read the first four. Oh no! Yeah, that, that's the one he dies in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Goblet I don't remember. Okay. I don't know. It was a while dies. ago. He did. I haven't read them recently, put it that way. Okay. Uh, my number seven is Laura Linney. Okay. Uh, probably, I don't know. Honestly, she could be higher. I kind of threw the, the rankings together.
2: Look, not everyone can be higher on your list. Eventually, you're going to run out of spots.
1: You, you could very easily swap seven and six for me, is all I would say. Uh, Laura Linney, great. I think she is one of those actresses I love, because I love the shit that she's in. She makes very good script decisions. If I find out Laura Linney's on it, very, very rarely do I watch it. And I'm like, ah, this movie sucks. Or this show sucks. The thing I've seen of her that I probably liked the least might be Ozark. And I like Ozark. So, you know. Okay. I'm, I'm down for Laura Linney. In fact, I watched a movie today. I had no idea going into the movie that she was in the movie. And she's like one of the main characters. Primal Fear. You ever seen that? It's like um, an early no. '90s thriller. Isn't
2: that a Schwarzenegger film?
1: No, it's uh, it does sound like one. <laughs>
2: uh <laughs> <I> Primal Fear.
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's Richard Gere, who's, who's definitely not, <laughs> not Schwartz. Schwarzenegger. De- definitely not Schwarzy. Who else we got? We got uh, who was who else was in it? Francis McDormand was in it. Edward Norton was in it. <laughs> uh, Andre Brower. Uh, was Andre three thousand. Steven <laughs> Which I thought was funny because they were both on the same, like, credit. It was Stephen Bauer and Andre Brower. And I'm like, ah, that's funny. (laughs) Alphabetical? It might have been. Yeah. John Mahoney?
2: Less funny if it's alphabetical.
1: John Mahoney. Hmm. The old guy from Frasier. Mahoney Baloney. Didn't have his dog. Yeah. Wasn't as loved as the old guy from Frasier.
2: That's understandable. Dogs bring people together.
1: Yeah, number seven, Laura Linney.
2: Okay. Uh, Number six for me? Um... Rachel McAdams.
1: Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like me some Rachel McAdams. Oh, yeah. So you
2: put the notebook on,
1: boom, I'm there. Okay. Let's do it. Wouldn't have been my go-to Rachel <laughs> McAdams role, but that's fine. Yeah. I uh, I, I enjoyed her in that. Uh, What's it, her most iconic role? Notebook. Yeah?
2: Oh, come on. That spurred a generation of love-eyed teenagers. Mm-hmm. That or Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah it's one of the two best romantic comedies of all time the two best romantic comedies i don't know she's good yeah gets the job done you know you to look up her filmography right now you talk about rachel mcadams for a second
2: oh, what's, there, what's there to say you know she's fantastic and everything she appears in uh... Are you a big notebook guy oh i love the notebook
1: huh i remember when it came oh, yeah, out she was in game night that's awesome
2: I remember when Notebook came awesome out and everyone like, oh, it's kind of it's kinda weird uh, you're watching this movie. Bo- I don't know. Flick, fuck off. I like it. It's, it's fine. It's,
1: uh, it's, a, it's a very good romantic comedy. Well, it's not a romantic comedy. It's a very good romantic movie. James Spader at the end dying in his wife's hands. It's James like Garner. James,
0: James yeah. Spader. James, uh, James Spader.
1: Spader is about 52 years old. What's, would have been weird if they would have killed him off James What's like What's 20 the years ago in a movie. James Spader. Spader. What's the James Spader? Yeah. Uh, I don't know <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with James Spader. James Spader is in the office as Robert California. He's know, on that TV show, The Blacklist. You ever see The Blacklist? I, 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 he's the main guy there. I've never seen. I'll pull I, up James Spader for you. Is he black? No. It's <laughs> okay. You thought The Blacklist was a TV show about a list of black people, or what did you think it was about?
2: No, I thought you said. Like, no, I, I thought. Like, you said, I thought you said he's the black guy in Blacklist. No, okay.
1: (laughs) He's the black guy in the blacklist. He was on Boston Legal, which I did not watch. He was on the practice. None of these things I did not watch. Uh, He was on an episode of Seinfeld. I don't know. Like he's just one of those guys. I feel like you should just you should just know who James Spader (laughs) is. It's James Spader. Yeah. All right. I'm getting nothing but nothing but fuck. Women's legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting nothing but movie posters. Like, maybe he's not a real person. Uh, James Spader, right there. James Spader. Yeah, I don't know who that is. All right, that's weird. Yeah, so you like The Notebook? Yeah, great film. Uh, James Garner dies. So James Spoiler alert. Number six for me is Reese Witherspoon. Hmm, I thought about her. June Carter, Big Little Lies. <laughs> Legally Blonde, don't care, love it, yeah. love them. That's Think they're great. There you go. Yeah, fantastic. Love me some Reese.
2: Okay, <laughs> where am I at? Five.
1: Uh, yes, five. Uh, Margot Robbie. Ooh, nice. Yeah, she was a late cut. Oh, she was an honorable cut. mention. I guess I'll go through my honorable mentions uh, I in a minute she too. Once your here.
2: top like three there
1: for a second. No. Okay. No, I do like her though. Are you doing your thing? Oh no, you go ahead. No, I, 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 Uh, Margaret, you know, it's. uh. Uh, Yeah, no, she would have been an honorable mention. Also, a late cut uh, was also late. Late cuts were Jodie Foster and Jessica Chastain, Mm. but uh, and Melissa McCarthy, I thought about too. I do like her quite a bit, but she uh, she's made some stinkers over the years. So yeah, yeah, Yeah. didn't really like that identity theft one. No, she she played the same character she'd been playing for many years. Teeny. Yeah, You know what I'm a big fan of It was on TV the other day Is The Heat Her and Sandra Bullock That's a fucking funny movie You remember that one?
2: Wait, who and Sandra Bullock?
1: Melissa McCarthy Oh, okay And Sandra Bullock Yeah, okay They play cops Yeah, no, I'm, I'm well aware Yeah Yeah You're Not a big fan of that one
2: I, I love that film Oh, that's a good one That's a fantastic I, 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 got, I got lost somewhere Was Melissa okay. McCarthy One of your late cuts? Yes Oh, I see yes. I'm, I'm sorry I heard yes. a different
1: name and Honorable mention I got yeah. lost yeah.
2: Okay uh, I'll try not to get lost from here on now. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, where, where are we?
1: If you want to talk about Margot Robbie, otherwise i got to go Oh, yeah,
2: I don't know. Like, I, I, I Tanya. Uh, oh, yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I, I'm sure our listeners are well, well rehearsed in our, mm-hmm. our uh, you know, love for that. Um, even Suicide Squad. Uh, I hated that film, and she's just a delight. She's a good actress. She's fantastic.
1: I love her cameo in The Big Short. Fantastic. Too. She's just in the bathtub just explaining shit.
2: Hey, if you can it's great. if you can convince Margot Robbie to get in a bathtub and hold oh, a glass God of champagne damn. and explain something to somebody doesn't matter. I've never,
1: me. I've never loved a movie so much where I understood so little as *The big oh, yeah. Short*. I'm watching it. and I'm like, I don't even really, <laughs> I don't even really know what's happening. That I just love this movie, that though.
2: Monologue did not help me at oh. all, Margo. But <laughs> thank you for trying.
1: Yeah, like she explains stuff. Bourdain does a good job at explaining stuff. I get most of him, but Selena Gomez and the and the poker player, like they're they're very clear too. Um, but the rest of the movie, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, my number five is MS Stone. Nice, La La Land. Yeah, Easy A is a classic.
2: Look, I'm
3: I'm
1: gonna super I'm gonna, bad. I'm just gonna ruin it right now. That's my
2: number two. So, mm. we're okay, we have to talk about that when we get there. So,
1: yeah, La La Land. <laughs> you really like? Couldn't couldn't wait like three minutes for that one? No, yeah, why? Why? why, no, why a real. Start with the same. It's film a real shit twice. sandwich here. Whoa, watch it there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's shark sandwich, to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> different references but still good nonetheless uh yeah no Emma Stone I'm a big fan I didn't I didn't know that she was going to be such a good actress and she stars yeah, in she's in Birdman great one of my favorite Never movies ever bad, made
2: thinking like yeah she's, she's
1: pretty cool she's hot
2: yeah I'm I'm a teenager I mm-hmm. see it she All does right, a couple fan-
1: funny roles it's like she's oh she can fan- she's going to be a funny actress fantastic Zombieland oh, she's, well, she's like uh, one of the best actresses on the planet yeah. the favorite man Zombieland 2 let's go Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm down.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. You're number four, sir. Uh,
2: my number four. That's okay. great... Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Oh! Yeah.
1: Wow. From the Heat. I didn't think that you liked Melissa McCarthy.
2: Oh, come on. I love I a didn't lady think that can so.
1: make you laugh. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she can do that. She's pretty fucking funny, man. She's pretty funny. She can act that way. Eh? Like, holy oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, like, you gotta be you got to be able to act to be funny. Like, you can't yeah. just, you know what I mean? Like, you, 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 you're you not funny if you can't act, usually. No. You know? Yeah. That's why when people watch Seinfeld, they talk more about the other characters, wherein Jerry's probably the funniest character, but Jerry's himself isn't quite as funny. In fact, what's funny about Jerry's character is that he's a terrible actor. But Melissa McCarthy is, you know, like, an incredible actress. She uh, What was that fucking one she did this year? She got nominated for a Award. Can you ever forgive me?
0: Oh Yeah.
1: oh Blew me away, man.
2: And you know what's funny is that she, she did that in 2018. Uh, the other film she did in 2018, uh, The Happy Time Murders. I don't know if you ever mm. caught that one on Netflix. Didn't. Just literally... It's the on Mupp- Netflix? It's, it's on Netflix. It's literally mm. just Muppets. And it's it like Jim Happen Muppets. But, like, it's both McCarthy and they're like a cop, buddy cop thing. It is so vile and disgusting and, mm. like... You're watching it, and you're like you're in a, a good little, way. No, you're no, you're a little ashamed of your childhood because you're watching these, these these Muppets, and you're like, it's actually the Muppets, well, not ones you'd recognize. They're
1: so obscure Muppets,
2: yeah, but they're like fucking and shit. It's, you're it's, telling it's, me it's vile.
1: Melissa McCarthy's in a movie where they used B-list Muppets <laughs> and, <laughs> and and had and a bunch of them, sex and puked and, and on each other and, yeah, and
2: everything. Yeah, and it's a it, well. it's you know what? I'm not gonna say it's worth your time, but if you've got nothing going on one day, I throw it. On.
1: I got to tell you, man, there's a lot of fucking trash on Netflix. I'll probably watch it tonight. I don't know what the fuck else to watch. Like, I do you know how many hours a day I spend going through Netflix and all this shit and can't find anything that's even remotely interesting? When I found Primal Fear today, I was so happy. And then after Primal Fear, I needed something else to watch. I watched Flight for like the 10th fucking time. Invert the plane. Invert the plane you think Mike Wern knows how to invert the plane? I hope not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was your number four. That was my number four. My number four, Frances McDormand. Yeah. No, national comment. treasure. Yeah. Yep. Well, she's not a national treasure, but she is a national treasure. Uh, Fargo, one of my favorite performances of all time by anyone. Uh, loved her in Three Billboards. Liked her in Primal Fear today. She was pretty good. Mm. Uh, burn Primal After Reading. Fear. Yeah. 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 Burn After Reading, another one of my favorite movies. Uh, the fact that she married a Cohen brother helps because she can be in more Cohen brothers movie stuff, and I I like her I and like the Cohen brothers Coen, eh? as a as a as a collaboration. Burn After Reading's great though. Ah, oh, love her, and she's my favorite post award winning speech ever. She just goes up there and just is like people kind of think she's a little crazy, you know? It's great, beautiful. She's the best.
2: Beautiful. Uh, from one Muppet actor to another. Uh, Number three, Amy Adams.
1: (laughs) From one Muppet? What is that? What Muppet is she?
2: Amy Adams is in The Muppets, like the live action film. Oh,
1: I've never seen it. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) The joke still stands. Okay. Yeah. Are there there any other female actresses in The Muppets? Because then I think we could just do the rest of your list right now. (laughs) Big Muppet uh, guy. Yeah. Emma Stone. <laughs> Next week's uh, top ten. <laughs> top ten Muppets. <laughs> uh.
2: Amy Adams, number
0: three. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> <laughs> Go check. <them. laughs>
1: <coughs> <laughs> you know who the male lead is in that film? <laughs> Isn't it Jason Siegel? Ed, Jason yeah, Siegel. I knew that. Yeah. Jason Segel and Amy Adams. How did they. Like, when was that movie made? I'm trying to look. Uh, 2011. Ah, oh, she was long. Like, she was famous by then. <laughs> oh, Why? Yeah. Even do oh, the do no. Yeah, she was. Like, when she's in the office, she's like a nobody, right? But, like, after that, it's like, okay. You know? Like, seeing her in Talladega Nights every time, I'm like, this is just weird. You know? Because she's, like, literally one of the best actresses that has ever lived, and she's in Talladega Nights as, like, the yeah. ugly assistant. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and she's not ugly. Let me just say that. But, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm good with that choice, though. Did you want to talk about Amy Adams tomorrow or what? No, I'm good. Did you want to. Um, forego talking about... Uh, who was your number two again? Emma Stone. Yeah, did you want to forego talking about her and then Pro- you could just talk my, about The Muppets um, I'm, I'm, uh, for uh, well, a little
2: bit longer? We should probably forego that. I'm uh, getting real low on battery life here on the old oh, okay. laptop. Okay, well, but,
1: uh, we'll save yeah, The Muppets I, uh, when we do our uh, top 10. bonus commentary episode top 10. of The Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my, <laughs> my number three is... <laughs> my number three is Shailene Woodley Um, uh, of of Big Little Lies Uh, she's an insurgent and divergent all those movies The Fault in Our Stars Uh, blows us away in The Descendants Uh, what was that fucking show she used to be on I didn't watch it though oh god what was it called something about being a teenager Secret Life of the American Teenager I didn't watch that but that's what she's like was like known for before she like you know, became Shailene Woodley. But yeah, I, uh, I'm i a massive fan. She's uh, in The Descendants, one of my favorite acting performances ever, for sure. Hmm. Top, top, top 10. Yeah. I don't know. Did we do a top 10 during the Oscars last year of top 10 roles that should have won an Oscar? I think so. We did something, something similar, you're, eh? You're, I don't you're think it in was. The ballpark. We definitely did best picture winners that should have won mm-hmm. or shouldn't have won or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Okay, big Shalene Woodley guy. Fair enough. Uh, your number two is Emma Stone. Emma
2: Stone. Um, I'm also thinking we should have like a some sort of bonus episode where we just pick which NHL player would be each muppet on Sesame Street.
1: Oh, I'm into that. Yeah. All yeah, right, I let's do it. Uh, <clears throat> okay. My number two is Amy Adams. Nice, mm-hmm. Amy. Yeah. A. She's she's insane. She honestly might be my favorite actress, I don't know. Uh, it, it's really close between the top like she's two. number two. The top two, or well yeah, if yeah. only there was some way I could have controlled the list, right? Hmm.
2: So I'm, I'm noticing we have a potential here for a uh, uh, split at number one, despite th- only having two matching actresses. Do you think
1: point. we have the same favorite
2: actress? Yeah. Eh, you know what, it wouldn't surprise me,
1: but on, on another level it kind of would. I feel like you know my number one, I don't know if I know no, yours, but I, I feel like you know mine, but anyway, what, what would yours be? Uh, Sandra Bullock. Wow. We yeah we we're far yeah. I don't know what it is about her. I've never been crazy about her. Come on, I don't know why. No, she's good. Okay. I don't know. I think it's like I didn't used to like her and now I probably do, and I've just never updated the updated the file. Interesting. She's she's fine.
2: I like her a lot. Mm -hmm. Like. Apparently enough to put her number one. So.
1: Was that one movie she's in Premonition? Yeah. Is that thing? Ooh, Very it cool. was ooh, it was bad. Really? She was good. Oh,
2: Okay, I liked it. Whatever.
1: I like the heat. She's in that.
2: Blindside, The Heat,
1: Gravity. Uh, she did the Ocean's Eight remake. She's in that. Yeah, I never watched that. No. What I did watch. It's funny you mention Ocean Eight. Ocean's Eight though is uh, uh, he was. Uh, I watched the Between the Two Fern Between Two Ferns movie. which I'd strongly recommend, by the way. And he's talking to a a female actress who was in Ocean's 8, and she's literally one of the only people in that entire Between Two Ferns movie that I didn't know who she was, and he's, like, interviewing her, but he makes a joke about how uh, they should make, like, an all-male Ocean's 8.
2: You don't know who Anne Hathaway is?
1: No, it wasn't Anne Hathaway. No, it was some, uh, I don't know, it was, I don't know, I don't know who it was. Fair enough. Never seen her before, but, yeah. yeah. Did you watch Ocean's 8? No, I didn't any interest mostly
2: because of Sandra Bullock but yeah. that's about it
1: i enjoy the other oceans enough that i would watch it i just i don't know how they've justified this as being like like i don't kind know what's associated th- to the oceans yeah, yeah like I, I you know, know what i mean, mean like it. what is the plot that all these women are getting together like they've got to be related to Danny ocean somehow but did they
2: just hear the john Mullaney joke and think nah we'll we'll do it anyway
1: I love that you'll just wear anything. Uh my number one is Viola Davis. Mm hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Wait. No. Yeah, okay. Not the lady on the ten dollar bill. No.
1: No, Viola Davis, uh, of the help, of how to get away with murder, of fences. Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's fair.
1: Brings me to goddamn tears in the help, man. Okay. Gotta tell ya.
2: I tried watching that show the other day. How to get away with murder?
1: Oh, I thought you meant to help. I'm like, that yeah. is a movie. No, yeah, that might have yeah. been your first problem. Uh, yeah, it's it's no, fine, true. it's fine. Mm. She's the only redeeming quality to it, I think. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. She's fine. I don't know what it uh, is. Uh, she's really good in doubt to the point where she got nominated for an Academy Award for being in a movie for I don't know three minutes. True. Yeah.
2: Anthony Hopkins level shit right there.
1: Uh, he's in the movie more than, than, than she would be in, in that movie, but yeah. Hmm. Well, he's not in doubt. No, I hope not. Yeah, but that would, imagine he played the priest. (laughs) Him and Meryl Streep yelling at each other, that'd be pretty good, actually. Nothing against Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's a,
2: that's a hefty lineup. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I noticed neither of us put Meryl Streep. Yeah. Is it just like a given? Like, you can't even just like, oh, you don't like her?
2: It's not that. I just, I don't think I've seen enough of her work. That's
1: fair. Actually, that is. Like, she is in so much goddamn
2: stuff. Like, how am I supposed to keep up, Meryl?
1: It's not even so much. It's just that it's all good. And it's all, like, staples. You need to see all of it. Like, she doesn't give, as far as I know, any bad performances.
2: Oh, she never had a cameo in Wedding Crashers or anything?
1: No. I, um... I do have a book here beside me called Out of Africa, and she's in the film version of it. I gotta tell you, man, I hated this book so much, I could barely watch the movie. Was the movie any good? I believe she won an Academy Award for it. It's one of the two she's won for. No, that can't be right. Ah, she got nominated anyway. Okay, it won Best Picture, and it is terrible. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. It's bad. I see. It's a bad movie. Maybe we're the ones that don't. Know it's what a we're bad book, about. actually. Like, it's not good. Have we thought about that?
2: Have we well, thought about this? Brooklyn? See,
1: here is what I here is like. I read it. And I went to class the one day. Actually, I don't even know if I got through the whole thing. I, I went to class one day. I'm like, fuck, am I going to be the only one here who didn't like this, and I'm just going to like have to sit here and be quiet the whole time? And uh, all we did collectively as a class for an hour and a half was talk about how we have issues with the book. So that was nice. Yeah, that was a joke. Yeah, I love watching the highlights of Miles Sanders get his helmet ripped off his head uh, in football today, and there was no call on the play. One <laughs> of the worst non-calls I've ever seen. Uh, football guys, yeah. Okay, well, that was top ten. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten. Uh, there you go. That's the episode for this week. Follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Clomper, Google Radio. I'm just going to start mixing them all together now. Yeah. Por- Portugal, Stitcher. Spada Radio. a Stitcher. Apple Apple Radio Portugal. Twitch? Are we on Twitch? No. No, did you notice any cameras in here tonight skip the dishes we're not on there not a lot has been on there lately i tried to order shit yesterday it was like nothing on there yeah i don't know if they're down drivers or something or what Hmm.
3: Hmm.
2: wedding
1: season Uh, uh, yeah yeah okay could be a thing you got anything to plug
2: uh just the 2020 sequel to the muppets and that's about it Looking forward to that. Uh... They should
1: just call it Muppets 2020. Yeah. Like it's this big fucking epic. I think that's all one word with a hashtag in front of it. Yeah. Hashtag Muppets 20. That's the name of the movie. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the film like, debut of Big Bird. Like Dracula 2000. Yeah.
0: Dad, what's a Muppet?
2: Well, it's not quite a mop, And it's not quite a Puppet. But man. <laughs> so to answer your question, I don't know.
0: I'm telling you, this place is perfect. You're going to make friends in no time. Ah! Get me out of here! Here, just eat that! (sighs) Leave us alone! One, two, one, two, three. triple in a bcd the good times will be on me throw in the shifter one two and three finding the queen of Portland Street. out in the five runner out of the rain me and she's chasing hurricanes Flying with the sparrow south They're flying so hard Cause fools like you and me man will never understand Forget to dismiss all oh, this distance